John 13, 34. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Will, we got... um, Another one another. Yeah, we do. Another love one another. Mm. Um, so we've seen, you know, the New Testament has multiple love one another's in it. And this is one of these. But I would say of all the love one another's in the New Testament, this is probably, it might be the most famous love mm-hmm. one another. Absolutely. And I think you can kind of help us a little bit with the context surrounding uh, this verse. So hit it, Will. <laughs> Let me help you with the context around this verse. Oh, man, I would love that. <laughs> so, yeah, Jesus here, he is in the upper room. Um, this is, you know, all surrounding the famous Last Supper. And Ju- Jesus has just uh, foretold his betrayal by Judas. And as you were kind of just mentioning, I think what a lot of us don't realize is the majority, or maybe not the majority, but a lot of the book of John, like seven chapters or so, are committed to this one moment in the life of Christ. Mm. And this is also where we get in, in this long sort of speech by by Christ and, and his interactions with the disciples. We have some of the most famous, you know, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. I'm the true vine. Yep. Um, Christ foretelling Peter's denial, the priestly prayer. Yeah. The, yeah. The priestly prayer, like all the talking about the Holy spirit as the helper, like just these really right. staple passages. And this is kind of smack dab at the top of it and, and just really precedes everything with this new commandment hmm. to, to love one another. And, and the verse following this famous verse, by this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Right. Yeah, it's interesting that this verse, or these these two verses, uh, 34 and then the one you read, 35, mm-hmm. uh, are kind of sandwiched between two significant events that are taking place in the upper room mm-hmm. with Jesus and his disciples. So you have the washing of the feet. Yeah. Now, obviously, this is a very humbling act. Yeah. And Peter even thinks like, you should not be doing this. you know. And Jesus famously responds to Peter and says, if I don't do this, you won't be clean. And he says, don't just wash my feet, like wash <laughs> all of me. you know. So we have this famous foot washing scene, which is a very loving act yeah. by Jesus. And then right after he says this new commandment I give to you that you love one another, um, he foretells Peter's denial. Mm-hmm. And so this is the night before Jesus is about to go to the cross. Yeah. And so we're just hours away, literally, from Peter who says, I will never deny you, mm-hmm. uh, denying Jesus three times and uh, then becoming heartbroken after that. But... Um, so basically saying, you know, he's denying his love for Jesus. Um, but Jesus is saying that the one distinguishing mark of my disciples from here will be that you love one another. Yeah. I had an interesting thought um, just the other day, or maybe it was yesterday. Oh, it was yesterday because I was listening to this sermon by another pastor, um, not at Christ's covenant. And 
he was he said this saying that I feel like I've heard so much. Yeah. He said, you know, in our culture today, there is a war on truth. You know, mm. and there's this truth war. And I think I think John MacArthur wrote a book called The Truth War or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and so we hear that a lot. And I and I would not disagree that there's not a war on truth. I think there is a war on truth. Mm-hmm. You know, we're always we're all trying to decide like what war is. But when the, when he said that, the the thought that immediately came to my mind is I don't know if there's more of a war on truth or a war on love. Well, yeah. Because truth is very objective, right? Either it's either it's true or it's false. It's right or it's wrong. And we like to think in those real black and white categories. And uh but but love, when you get down to love, it's very subjective. You can't really it's like when are we actually loving? When are we not loving? And I think you can always tell when somebody's not loving. It's a little harder when when you know there's a little more indifference or apathy yeah. are you really loving or not and so but the the point is um you know sometimes we as believers think that we, we beat this like truth drum yeah and then we leave out the love part mm. and so but in our culture today i mean i i would just i would just say like with politics as heated as it is and people just having different views on different things and holding so firmly those views. I think there's just a real lack of love. Yeah. I mean, when people look at the church, you know, sadly it, it it is not known by love. Hmm. And when people look at my life, Hmm. you know, I'm afraid to say that I don't think it would be Hmm. really marked by love by love and i think that's something that we are really practically called to strive for is that right that should be one of when our name comes to mind that should be a distinguishing hmm. factor is our our love for god's people yeah but you might say that like you've stood firmly on truth for a long time yeah and then yeah we we can all kind of claim that like well you know i believe in what's true but are we marked by love? I think that's, I think that's, um, I think, and that's what Jesus yeah. is saying. Like, this is the distinguishing mark. Like the verse you read, verse 35, by this, all people will know that you are my disciples. If you have a love for one another, uh, another little nugget for you, Will. Um, so I was reading, uh, the second mountain. It was it David Brooks. Is he the one that wrote that? Yeah. David Brooks. Cause Jesus got another book by him over here. But, um, I was reading that that book by him, and then actually this this phrase was repeated in a song. The Lumineers sing a song, "Stubborn Love." Mm, I don't know if you know that song, song oh, yeah. but it's a great song. Do I know that? Song? <laughs> right. Great song, but they repeat this phrase about love, mm-hmm. and they say they. Uh, so basically, David Brooks is making the point that the opposite of love is not hate. Mm-hmm. The opposite of love is indifference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it, you know, when we think of that in terms of this context of what Jesus is saying, that like Jesus' disciples need to have love for one another. It's not, I think it's less likely that you're going to come to church and you're just going to have like hatred for everybody there. I mean, that would be bad. Yeah. But it could be a very real scenario that you show up to church week in and week out and you just simply have indifference. You're yeah. indifferent to the the people of God that are surrounding you. You're indifferent towards the Lord. You're yeah. basically there to just attend a worship service. Uh, you're you're not really engaged. You're not really involved. Uh, sometimes sometimes I look around and I just think, 
are, are people like really engaged with the Lord? Like, are, are they really like affectionate for the Lord? Do they really have love for the Lord? Do they really have love for one another? Um, and, and I think, I think we just have a lot of work in this area. Yeah. What's really important to understand is you can be right, quote unquote, and not be of the truth mm. and certainly not of love. And I think that's what we see really clearly demonstrated in the Pharisees is this obsession with factual nitpicking and, mm. and so much so where you lose the truth in, in pursuit mm. of, of being like right all the right. time about stuff, you mm. know, and, and that's, that's where we have to consider empathy. We have to, to use a phrase we've been using a lot. We have to consider one yeah. another yep. in our pursuit of love. Yeah. For one another. That's great. That's great. Good thoughts on loving one another. I'll just read it again for us real quick. John 13, 34 says a new commandment I give to you that you love one another just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. For Will Carlisle, I'm Barrett Fisher. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.